weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast. This is episode 387. And it is a Star Wars episode. I'm Jim, and I'll be joined by my man Matt in just a little bit. Me and him are going to be going through the latest issues of Dr. Afra and Darth Vader. But before we go and do that, let me tell you a little something that is coming up. This next week is a fifth new comic book week of the month. You end up, this doesn't happen all the time. happens a couple times a year. But when it does happen, a lot of times it's called an annuals week. It just ends up being an extra week of books in that month. Well, here at Weird Science, that actually means that all of the shows during that annuals week are exclusive to the Patreon. If you want to listen to our regular show, the Star Wars show, next week, you would have to go over to the Patreon and sign up to listen to those. And it's for as little as a dollar to listen to those shows for the month. Now, with that, even when you go and sign up, you're not even charged that dollar or more when you sign up. You get to pick if you like what you hear by the end of April, then you end up deciding to carry over until May, and then you'll get charged whatever level you're at. If you decide it's not for you, you can quit then. Never be charged. You can just listen to your heart's content that whole month of April and then quit at the end. It would upset me. I'd be sad, but you can still do that because I think that we have enough going on there that you would want to stay. Now, just to tell you what books are coming up and what me and Jason would be talking about in the regular show on the Patreon, it would be Amazing Spider-Man number 93, Dark Ages number 6, Ghost Rider number 2, Hulk number 5, Iron Fist number 2, Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 36, Silk number 3, Silver Surfer Rebirth number three as well. And then on the Star Wars show next week on the Patreon, me and Matt will be talking about Star Wars Bounty Hunter number 21. So there's a bunch of books coming up. Remember then, if you want to listen to those, you go. And I would suggest wait until April 1st when that new month starts because then that whole kind of cycle begins and you could sign up on the 1st, April Fool's Day. And not be charged until May 1st if you decide to stay. If you don't, never charge. You can listen to everything, whatever level. There's a bunch of levels. And there's shows that are Marvel. There's DC stuff, manga, TV, movies. All these things all wrapped up into one. And I would ask everybody to at least check it out. If you like what you hear on the podcast here, you could just, you know, give us a solid and go and check it out. I'm not saying you have to stay or whatnot, but hopefully... You'll hear enough that you would want to stay. But all of that said and done, when you go and say, hey, where's the podcast this week? We're not taking the week off. It's just on the Patreon. We don't take weeks off. So there. that's another reason to support us and go over. But with all that, I could sit here and, and beg everyone and whatnot. But we have a show to get to. So I will stop for now. And we will go off to the show all right about now. And I'm here with my man, Matt. What up, Matt? What up, Jim? What up? And we have two books. We haven't had two books in a while, uh, but we end up having Afra, Dr. Afra, and Darth Vader in a weird week. I'm not in love with either of these issues. They seem to be kind of uh, transition issues. You end up having some, you know, wow moments, I guess, maybe in the Darth Vader at the end. Mm-hmm. But even then, you end up sticking with a lot of the assassins and things in that book, not having a lot of Vader. And that's one of the things that, you know, throws us off, especially obviously in the Vader book, but that's what we're there for. Ochi ends up being hilarious as always, but it might be a little too much. I don't know. I don't know if I can get too much Ochi, but I might be getting there. But Afra, we're going to continue this ascendant deal, this idea of co trying to get the ascendant tech to be special and be part of the sith and kind of all that stuff but i don't know it just ends up being thrown at you i don't it doesn't feel big because it's just ko doing it now ko in the meantime seems to be working with the archivist and the crimson dawn but in the meantime you end up having dominant tech but there's all these things going and then afra's just in the middle of it where at one point she seems pretty nice Mm-hmm. Another point, she seems like she's throwing people under the bus unnecessarily and really using people. And then by the end, I'm just like, eh, <laughs> I, I really wasn't wild at all by this issue. And 
I see reviews and things like that, and a lot of people are down with that. But I saw that the sales are down a bit. We've been pretty positive with it. We like Afro. We yep. like the story. It's just it needs to do something. And I'm not saying that it was anything with Alyssa Wong or anybody's fault during the whole War of the Bounty Hunters. Unfortunately, the books, all the books, got taken over by that. But now coming back with this, I, I think I need something bigger. And the big thing that this may lead to, I mean, really, what we want and what we didn't get, what we thought we'd get in the War of the Bounty Hunters is a little bit of a confrontation between Afra and Darth Vader to see what goes on that would be and nice. whatnot. We thought it was going to happen. I mean, you ended up having them in the same room and then Afra just running off. But in this, it just it just doesn't feel as big to me as it was. And it's just the idea of one thing. Go get Ko, get this Ascendant stuff. And I just, it's not hitting Well, for me, me. It, it hurt a little bit having the Ascendant stuff be in the Crimson Rain, the last issue. So I think it, I think that's kind of souring it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and I just, I need... too much. I, I just like Afra to go around and do more than just this one. It's more of a long, slow burn deal, and it's just not hitting with me just following Ko around trying to get this stuff as we learn more about the Ascendant stuff. I want to know more of like what Afra's doing and try to get out of this deal with Domina Tag. Obviously, we have Ronan Tag out there as well who's going to want revenge. That's interesting things. And even though you keep having Ariel, Yo, and Just Lucky in the we haven't had anything yeah, with them, much of anything page. in the deal. So with all that, it is the Star Wars Doctor Afra number 19, written by Alyssa Wong, art by Minkyu Young, colors by Rachel Rosenberg, letters by VC's Joe Caramagna. And here is the deal. Ascension. The race is on for Ascendant Tech. A- again, that seems like, oh, re- no, it's not really a race. It's a catch-up to try to get Co before Co <laughs> does anything. It really hasn't been much of a race. Even no. when you end up having Afra talk to Domina says, oh, we're, we're kind of following things. And she's not going as quick as I thought. Rogue archaeologist Dr. Afra and smuggler Sana Staros have been tested with collecting the ancient Ascendant Tech by Domina Tag. Meanwhile, unknown to Afra, Domina has revived her nephew, Ronan Tag, who Afra almost killed. Should be bigger. Afra and Staros are on a collision course with their old enemy, Kofan Ferris, as they attempt to collect Ascendant Tech as well, including the fabled Spark Eternal. Again, this is something where I think they're like, <laughs> hey, everybody, the spark. Like, that's not. Did you just get excited? No, it sounds like something from Transformers. That's all I think of. Yeah, and it's nothing that. Most people, including me and you, would would know of. This isn't like, oh, we're going after something big. I think this is the first time we've ever heard of it, right? Something just made up for this and whatnot. (laughs) Even if it is something that has been spelled out before, but the Ascendant don't seem to be very well spelled out. So when you say that, this isn't the wow moments. I mean, you need something going on. If she was trying to get this before Darth Vader, like I said, I keep bringing up Darth, but the idea where... If it's something else, but it just ends up with, you know, two former classmates kind of running to get some stuff beforehand. You don't really get the idea that if Ko gets us, like, what will Ko actually do? Mm-hmm. Is Ko now going to become, like, the biggest threat in the galaxy? It doesn't seem like that would be possible and stuff like that, even though they say with the tech it would be. But the past always seems to catch up to Afra. How long can she keep running from it before it shows us to be... Uh, turn fatal so you end up where you get University of Bar Leth that's where you have you know Ko is at and Dr. Afra and Sana Staros are heading there so you get yeah. this background flashback of how they met Ko because they do know Ko from University and you see that when Ko and I, I wondered how we would talk about this because it is something that triggers some people I don't have any problems with it but the idea I, I thought that if you're going to do what you're doing here, be a little more upfront with it. Not it, It's a little too subtle at points. Yep. Because what happens is, and they have been using, and we said all along, and I try to make sure that I keep doing it, Co. they use the they. We're not really told exactly what, but I said right away to you on the podcast, they're, they're really stressing the they. So we'll mm-hmm. go with the they. We don't know exactly all of the the things well you end up having ko go and wants to get into university goes to registration and says hey my name is what's your name oh my name's ko fun ferris and this guy who is a complete alien says okay let me oh there is no record of that and i see your id here and it has a different name on it now the idea of this is 
in my mind, what it is exactly is that Co has at least transitioned and has chosen a name for themselves and mm-hmm. goes by that name. It hasn't been made official, so it's not on the official ID. I don't know what that means in the Star Wars universe in this. Or do they have a way that you can change or maybe whatever. But this guy is just there looking at a humanoid, may not even know the difference between anything and just says, no, the name's this. And then Code doesn't know <laughs> what to do. Like, oh, and doesn't explain it, nope. which I think it could have been a, a th- better I- way to explain it to this alien and say, well, listen, I changed my name, this and that. And you don't have to have this guy be great or a piece of shit, whatever. Just curse, but Poe was just ready to walk away and leave school. Yeah, and I, I think that you <laughs> should have had this would have been a nice way to really spell out Poe's deal and say, well, I can't, yeah, could just go through this whole deal and give us the background. Well, I transitioned, mm-hmm. I chose a name that I felt was always me, all this, and then just have this guy go, whatever. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, but move along and the, you can come in. The guy would say, hey, fill out this form and go to room 277. That's I mean, it. even if the guy said because he has there the ID, sees that it is this person, just a different name. It's just a paperwork thing. You could just play it off of, oh, you silly human. I don't even know. <laughs> you don't have to make it bad, good, or indifferent. Could just be like, I don't need your life story, but we get yeah. it. And we were told that. <laughs> and then you could say, okay. But instead... You want to end up, and Alyssa Wong wants to make this as a way to show that Afra is open-minded. Afra has a full-out, you know, a different deal and comes over and says, oh, oh, this is my cousin's friend's friend. Hey, you know me. And this guy at the registration booth who's there looking <laughs> at IDs or whatever seems to then just say, oh, if Afra says it's fine, then it must be fine. Now, Afra already is causing problems at the university anyway, but I just don't get the idea that the registration guy would then just say, okay, I see that this is the person you're telling me. Just have Co step up from themselves and just say this is what goes on, but goes, oh, if Afra says it's fine, then it's fine. Move along. I'm like, very odd, because what it then is. happens is we see that the only reason Afra's doing this is to set up a taxi. <laughs> That's all. Afra just needs one more person to, and, and looks at Co as being a naive, just off the bus, new to the university, and really makes things go on here that should and really should have had Co get banished out. You are expelled because yep. they end up, they want to break into their teacher, Sava Nas's office and s- legitimately steal. This isn't just. Hey, that shouldn't be here. That should be in a museum. You know, it's basically we're going to steal this stuff. And Alyssa Wong doesn't go full out, but you can only imagine they're going to try to sell it. It's just burglary. That's that is an Afra thing, but Afra is more of you know we're going to. But this is when she's younger, and now it's just pure out. Throw a patsy out there, steal stuff from the teacher. Look at us. It's me, Afra and Sana, and we're going to be. It just, it didn't feel right. When, it's different than her going to like some, exploring some area and going to a tomb, ancient tomb, like Indiana Jones and stealing and the, something. Here's the thing too. This is, is just flat out people, stealing. People can laugh at us and say, well, she steals stuff all the time, but usually she steals it from bad people yes. who are going to do bad things. This and teacher so, is not bad. And other times she's stealing stuff that she had gotten before, but then it was stolen mm-hmm. from her, but she wants to do this. And it, eventually it does end up, I mean, really at the end, she does do some things to make money. But usually it is like that. It's Robin Hood, but giving to herself. But she usually takes from bad people. This is just a teacher. And you could have played it off as a prank. You could have done this, but it just ends up. And so what you end up having is you have Alyssa Wong trying to show the open-mindedness and being nice of, of Afra, that we know that. So that's cool. But now you have to twist it because you do need something that's going to get Ko upset about Afra. The big problem, though, is... They continue going to school after this, and seemingly we're still kind of friends at a point. It, it yeah. just, it's a weird play. It's a really weird play just because they're back at the university and they're going to break into the same, you know, deal. Nasa's office again, but this time trying to find Ko. What's Ko up to? Ko's been there. And you do end up seeing, and it's a cool transition, actually, when you see originally where Ko's like nervous and looking in the door, but now it's now. And Nas is there in the office now and says, oh, you again? Like, come yeah. in. I was waiting for it's, you to come back. Good, like the that. transitions between really the time like frames that. are good. Yeah. And so you end up, though, that now you find out Ko was the greatest of, you know, students, at least for 
Nas because Nas is into this ascendant stuff. So it's a weird play. Like you would think even Co would go back there, not just to steal stuff herself or, or themselves or grab some things, but to actually go and like, hey, do you have any more information? I have some stuff, maybe team. But goes in to basically say, I need this spark of life. I need this heart. You always talked about this heart. It, you said it was buried underneath the university. We find out suddenly that the whole Ascendant deal was pretty much, they, they built this university on top of the, you know, Ascendant burial mm-hmm. ground. They may have moved the tombstones. They didn't move the graves. You got poltergeist crap poltergeist going on style. here. And so you end up where, oh yeah, and the thing that made me laugh is this big tech that they're talking about. There's classes or whatnot. You just go down the stairway. And at, at one point you even have Sana and Afro like, Oh, let's go into that cravat. No, that's a door. It's just an open cave door. But they go down. Hey, follow me. We're going to go. The funny thing is, I don't trust this Nas, even at the beginning. Creepy. I don't think. uh, And at the end, I really think we're going to get like Temple of Doom stuff where we're going to have hearts being ripped out. And I'm afraid for Ko. I think that Ko's going to end up with all of this just always being used by people and end up where it doesn't work out very well. But I don't think uh, Afro will die. Uh, I'll just say that. That's just me being crazy, but yeah. So you <laughs> end up, while well, that's going on, you do again have Afra and Sana. They're trying to make their way there. They know they have to stop Ko. Ko's up to the Ascendant stuff. We already had Dowser. Now we're going to get Spark of Life, all that. And Domina calls. Hey, well, what's going on? Now, this throws me off a bit, too. And I'm telling you, I have... Just problems with the setup of this issue and how it progresses because Domina pretty much said, just, I mean, really, an open blanket, get ascendant tech for me. That was the main objective. Right? That's it. Yep. Get ascendant tech. That doesn't mean that it's going to be at, you know, right around the corner at the 7 Eleven. This means that Afra has to go through a lot of hoops and try to find stuff that nobody seems to be able to find or know about anyway. So when Domina calls as if Afra's taking too long or wants an update, Really, all Afra has to say is, we're on it, and we'll, we'll end up. And, and with that, though, it seems like Domino's like, well, I, I kind of can tell you what to do, and I need you to co- What's going on here? You told them to just go off and yeah, get this. Yeah, why do you need me back? At yeah, your and, and Afra just said, we're still on it. We're trying to get it. We end up having this. We're on the trail of that. That should be enough. But she has to, oh, we're, we're losing transmission, which makes everything look sus. And then you go back to Domina, and again, this whole deal where Ronan has been, you know, fixed up, he ends up still scarred, it still looks cool, Siggy Stardust, but you end up where, I don't know, I think that there's problems with the Safra. And the weird thing is, is at the beginning, Ronan starts talking as if nobody knows that Afra did that to him. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think that that one is trouble. Like, yeah, we know that. Everyone I mean, knows. You almost got killed. I, this is what the deal is. I don't know. He keeps saying that. So then with that, even though you had just sent Afra and Sana out to get these artifacts, which doesn't seem like it's been that long, now you have bounty hunters on the trail. To go, what, what are they doing? Just bringing her back, it seems. But, but why does she need to job. come back? What is the big deal? She didn't say you have to come back. No, I, I just don't get it. I don't get what this whole play is with all that. Now, if Ronan ended up behind the scenes saying, you know what, Annie Domina is dealing with Afra. She should know that I hate Afra and I don't want her to succeed. Or, oh, my God, I hate Afra, but the things that they're dealing with, this could be my way of t-. then it makes sense to me. If this was, you know, Ronan saying on the side, hey, Boosh, because you yep. get that bound. If he hires people to go on that, then it makes complete sense. But mm-hmm. not Domina. No, not Domina. Domina has made that. It's basically me and you get the job, you know, to walk to Pittsburgh. We start walking. We're not even at Harrisburg yet. A little, you know, a little bit of the Pennsylvania <laughs> uh, deal. That we're not even at. And, and somebody, the person who paid us to go to send somebody after us. Why? We're doing what you see. It just feels weird. And so with that, though, you end up having uh, Nas. Leading Ko down the spiral staircase into the depths of underneath. Uh, like I said, this isn't even like that much of a press this button or whatever. It just seems the staircase is there. You walk down and go through a cave entrance. And so they end up going in. And the big play, again, this is why I wanted to stress at the beginning, the spark of life and these things are just words. They don't really, this is not something where, oh my God, that 
You know what I mean? Because then you go down and start talking like, oh, my God, the heart isn't a, a thing. The heart is the whole place. Yeah. And the spark of life, I'm like, okay, you're just saying things. And I just, this ascendance stuff is just starting to bore me. And it just seems like it's hinging too much on something that is not really well-defined. And, again, you kind of get... I keep saying it because we saw like one time when you ended up having Co call the archives. But the big thing in my mind, the play still isn't as big as, oh my God, if Crimson Dawn gets a hold of this, then all oh, hell breaks loose or whatever, because you don't really have that solid connection. You really only have, at one point, the big stress is Co doesn't feel special and wants to feel special, and that's it. But then mm-hmm. you can go, you try to go too big with the stuff because, and then. You end up where you, you're talking to this Nas and, and they're starting to kind of cackle and they have leering deal. When you turn around and somebody has a knife and, and really, if anybody ever, when you and anything you're doing, this is a little bit of advice to everybody <laughs> listening. If you ever deal with somebody that has a knife that has curves and stuff like that, like, like a snake, to, get away from them. There's no need for that. The, the, knives should just be knives. You don't have to have that yeah. ceremonial crap that they're going to cut your there heart out. some weird you're stuff. Done. Yeah, there's some blood being human rituals and and (laughs) killing. Get out of there. They're not cutting bread with that knife. You're not going to eat chicken. You wouldn't even be able to cut bread with that, could you? No, I I don't even know what these things do, except really spell out. It's the calling card. I'm evil as crap, (laughs) and I'm going to kill you and take your heart. I I don't even know how that could even get through the rib. Whatever. Nonsense. Also, just to point out. (laughs) <laughs> if they're doing that next to what appears to be flowing blood out of an altar, run. Get out of there. Run. And then well, well, Co like, has the thought dowser thing. Co has the thought dowser. And that's the other thing where at one point where Dominus says, Oh, what are you what are you going after? What do you have? Oh, we're gonna try to get one of them thought dowsers like you liked, and you could put it on your desk. No, no, no. She knows what's the thought dowser. She's got so the thought dowser should be enough. Oh, we have another one. Okay. Yeah. No, just checking in. Just seeing what you were doing, uh, but yet it's like no, no, that well, it just didn't it's make weird sense. because it looks like if you look at the I don't know what page you're on, but the code code has the thought dowser and then puts it down. Yeah, gets it out of the deal, and it looks like that's part of that ritual because you end up I don't know you end up having again that doesn't play out. You get almost like a Lord of the Rings type of prophecy type thing, and you end up having Nas the teacher say, "Hey, you were always the best. You were able to translate that ascendant thing." better can you recite it for me and they say it again it just kind of goes in one ear out the other uh and i'm looking at the thing i was waiting for at the end it's like and then you kill the list i'm like get out of there but then all this going on the only reason and this is just me i'm thinking ahead it might be wrong the only reason i think that you have this version of all these things going on is because legitimately afra and son are are almost going to get sacrificed i think they will be captured i think Mm -hmm. something will happen they, they'd be dead. Nobody's around to save them, but somebody's on their trail to get them. Oh, that'll be the deal. It, 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 and then they'll knock them out. Boots will get knocked out and they'll run off. But I just think that's all you're doing is setting yeah, up that you'll like have that. somebody come in like the knights in shining armor, even though they're trying to do something not so great, but they'll end up freeing them with that. And it just, it's, it's the worst. Now, what I wanted to see, and maybe it will play this, and I hope, is that Co knows all of this nonsense. And is actually doing something to get back at Afra for setting Afra up. But mm-hmm. in this way, Ko's doing it back in a really big way here cool. where trying to draw Afra here as a patsy to go through all this. But it doesn't seem like it's set up that way yet. So I would like that. That would make that beginning actually pay off a little more. But overall, I thought this was a miss. It's like I said, the Ascendant stuff is not hitting with me anyway. It's playing. It's It's talking big. But it doesn't feel big, and it just ends up, hey, we're going to go here. No, come back. No, we're going to go here. Hey, let's say Ascendant stuff, and boom. I liked it better when we were walking in rooms and there were arms around. Like, that seemed cool, but we're beyond that to just keep going. Ascendant, Ascendant, Ascendant. And, oh, that they'll be like the Sith. They'll be like the Sith. I'm like, eventually, just Darth Vader's going to come in and just slice and dice everyone. If this it's all going to go on. away. There's no Ascendant. This is... So it's just going to end up, that's why I think, You'll end up having almost, again, if I keep bringing up Indiana Jones, but you have a lot of that in Afra anyway, it'll be like the, you know, the Ark of the Covenant. You'll end up having Ko get the full ascendant power, but it'll be too much and just blow up. 
Yep. And then we'll be like, oh, uh, we better hide this again. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. But what would you give this? Um, I'm I'm looking forward to the next issue, which is from here to eternity. So, I mean, it, I think this was a setup issue. I'm going to go seven. It was a setup issue. I'm going six, five. Darth Vader is a setup issue, too. That's kind of the weird thing about these two this this mm-hmm. month. And we've had little delays and things like that. Maybe that's affecting me as well. But we go to Darth Vader, Star Wars Darth Vader number 21. Written by Greg Pak, art by Raphael Aenko, colors by Alex Sinclair, letters by VCs Joe Caramagna, Return of the Handmaiden. And before I do the background with this, you have a lot of moving pieces in this, too. You have Sabe, who wants revenge on Darth because she thinks that Darth ended up killing Amidala. We know the difference of that, and we know that what has Darth has even done in this book to try to figure out when he thought Amidala was actually alive at one point, whatnot. We also have Ochi. And, you know, Sly Moore being part of the Crimson Dawn. Darth Vader's going around with these bunch of people, including Valance. They're trying to get the Crimson Dawn down. We get a real twist at the end. But there's a lot going on and not a lot of Darth Vader. And that's, I no. think, going to be our biggest problem in this issue. You still end up at the end. I mean, Darth is always going to be the smartest guy in the room. And he ends up being that by the end. But even then, you just set up more of this. Oh, Darth knew all along. Darth even set up this. And he, it, it starts to get a little too much. But Darth Vader has uncovered that Crimson Dawn has infiltrated all areas of the galaxy, including members of the Empire. But Chaos is afoot as Ochi, a bastoon, seems to be loyal to Crimson Dawn as leading Vader astray. Meanwhile, Sabe is inching closer to Darth Vader. At the end of last issue, Sabe had pretty much captured Sly and Ochi. Uh-huh. And there's the list. And, it, you know, you could even go in. It, it, it plays off almost like back in the Red Scare deal in the U.S. where you mm-hmm. had McCarthy and he had his list. And the list is bogus. It's made by Sabe to try to trick Vader. In the meantime, Vader knows it's there, but then wants to find out who did it. It's all twisting and turning in here to make Vader the, the smartest guy. Sabe might be the second. But what I get it, it, that throws me off in this is you have a lot of people almost pronouncing at points that they're the biggest thing in Crimson Dawn, and you don't have Kira. Yeah, they're they're quick to say that when she's not around. Sabe is almost saying, like, I'm running the whole place now. I'm doing all this. Now, what is Kira? What does she know? Does she know that the Sabe is doing this nonsense with Vader? And then at the end, Vader says something that it yeah. makes it seem like, yeah, she knows because, you know, Vader's the big guy. It just ends up twisting and turning in weird ways, but Ochi's hilarious. <laughs> he just talks crap. And I have to admit that I like some of these assassins that they end up getting with balance. But I'll also tell you, there's way too many. They're hard to keep track I'm of. I'm not going to be able to keep track. I yeah. end up just like, hey, there's, you know, that guy. And then when you go and they're like saying the names and stuff like that, like Chilla, I'll remember Chilla. <laughs> but some of the others just, you know, they come and go as you go into and through the issue. But the big thing is Sabe saying, I have set up this list. You know, I'm working with you guys. She's shocking the hell out of Ochi, but unfortunately, Sly's getting it too for no reason. You brought that up <laughs> to me before. It's like, Sly just kind of down, hey, I'm good. I'm not going to uh, just shock her anyway. And uh, you have this. I do like at one time, Ochi ends up including, you know, the robot there as Zed. part of the crew and seems to really like that it's pretty <laughs> funny you know and it's sad yeah and it's like hey you know us for including that robot hey i'm honored, I'm honored. Like, that, that's kind of funny i'm honored yeah, yeah. i am honored there ochi <laughs> just keep your helmet on you ugly guy oh man why are you throwing shade at me robot oh man uh do you want a cup of motor oil now we don't drink that said stop <laughs> it. but you end up where sabe says you know this is what i want to do I'm trying to mess with with Darth. I'm going to do it. And I love the idea that, like, you're trying to mess with Darth? Like, really? Every one of us has tried to kill him. We can't do it. It's impossible. And it's cool because, like, Sly really did. And also just the (laughs) idea, too, of Darth has let these people live because he's just, if you don't have a use for it, he'll get, but the uses are always them doing nonsense. I mean, really, they are like tuning forks to nonsense for Darth to be able to figure things out. Uh, But yeah, this whole deal are, you know, what is Darth after Sabe wants to know? What is his big plan? And that's when Ochi kind of steps up and tries to shoot and they end up getting shot. And she goes back to what's his big plan? He says he wants order. And then you end up her saying, well, order, huh? Then we'll use him to bring chaos. 
And I'm like, mm-hmm. it's just everybody's just talking like the odd, like if he's doing that, we're doing that. If he's doing that, but ends up like, well, I guess Ochi knows he's screwed. What what can he do? And so he's like, yep. And I like, he's like, million stronger than one, right? That's why I'm here or whatever. It doesn't seem great, but the droid, he's in with us. I'm honored. And then they end up saying that, you know, Sabe, we, we have the in. I have all this knowledge. We'll make everybody turn on each other. Mm-hmm. And I'll just kill each other. We'll have chaos and then we'll, we'll benefit somehow. I mean, I don't even know why this would benefit Ochi or Sly. They just want to stay away from Vader and maybe end up, you know, maybe get lucky and somebody kills him, I guess. But you then go off and again, all these things going on and these jumps and whatever, because then suddenly Ochi's just, you know, he's on the Star Destroyer where they're trying to figure out if anybody is Crimson Dawn because this guy was that general and he ended yep. up general having to kill a bunch of people that he knows aren't Crimson Dawn. He wasn't happy about it. It was on the list, but they he do. Now remember, this is where you get Sabea set up the list to be little hints and to draw Vader out to her where she can then do something. And these are connected in a way, but it really doesn't go well like one, two, three, you know, down the line. You end up having this general say they were not bad. You end up having Ochi say, well, you know, they were on the list. Vader says whatever. And so that's how I go. And then the general starts going, well, I don't like that Vader. And I'm going to, he starts talking nonsense. And Ochi says, that sounds like treason. I, it's weird in the Star Wars universe, too, to have the, I'm no lawyer. And I don't know why that threw me off when he says that. But he's like, that sounds like treason. Well, wouldn't these generals know not to talk crap about Darth Vader? He can choke them out, like, from Maybe anywhere. Maybe this I mean, guy just is one of those where he's a military guy. Ochi says he's full up. He's going to be problems. he's just going to be just like, listen, I'm a general. I have a lot of people behind me. I talk how I want. I mean, he is used to people probably just doing whatever the hell he says. I think that he's just not realizing what he's doing here because he's in big trouble and he says you know i don't know this is nonsense these people deserve better he keeps saying this all he has to say is good day sir and then get mad behind the scenes go drink why am i talking to ochi ends up just going and says yeah you better watch out for that you know and then the guy's like oh i look through all the records and ochi does have a point listen it's a secret organization i don't know that they're really gonna be out in the open with it, especially just records. But it's called do they secret. have anything that's, you know, the same thing. What ties these guys together? And I didn't get the whole deal before, but they were all there and they went and killed some rebel sympathizers. The, this crew. Amadalans. That and that's what we end up finding. They were Amadalans. And that is where Sabe has shown this to try to lead Vader. There's all these things going on. But also, in my mind, once these people dead, because they ended up killing Amadalans, this group. So she ends up, that's that. So then Vader ends up getting word from Ochi. Ochi's really centering on this general. You got to watch out for this guy. Vader's not paying yeah, he keeps any throwing that in there. Yeah, and he, Vader won't go. He's not going to go with that. He's like, okay, whatever. Well, what are these targets? What connects them? What's the big deal? What were they doing? And because, again, Vader knows the list is bogus. So what is this going on? Who's playing these games? The general just kind of comes in out of nowhere. And you end up having Ochi say, well, they ended up some losers from Naboo. They call themselves Amidalans. And that's where Vader's like, what? Like, really? And that's the big. And it's General Ramodi. And he, I'm telling you, Spenders, he keeps yelling at it. Now, I, it, it felt weird. It almost felt like somehow or the general knew something more about Ochi. And like, Ochi wanted him dead. He like really spells out this guy. What does Ochi yeah. care? But he wants this guy somehow pay attention. He's going to be bad. And so they end up gathering up the crew, and you get them all hanging. It's fine. <laughs> you end up where Drinking you get, beers get and Chilla. I, I like that just it's chill. Ghostface Chilla over there. He's the bug. <laughs> but he, they start talking about going beyond the contract, You know, not following the rules, the Assassin's Guild, all these things going in because you have these new guys, the heroes, the local heroes, That's and they say it as, as a diss. But they're like the new – and. You can't just go off. You, you have to follow the rules. You can't kill people willy-nilly, even if they're bad. You, you, if you're sent to kill somebody, you kill them. If you're sent to bring them back. But everybody else you don't do anything with. It's not our concern. Mm-hmm. And these local hero you know, people, they don't like that. They're, and we knew this already. First off, they're against Crimson Dawn because Crimson Dawn ripped apart their villages and things. So they're going after Crimson Dawn. And if they run into anybody who's bad, they are going to kill them. But they're trying to convince them, don't do that. 
don't do it. Then you have G90, the big giant, you know, roly poly robot. This guy, I, I don't, I, he <laughs> makes me laugh. I mean, he is the most like gung ho emotional robot ever. He's making friends with everybody. He's basically not a robot. Yeah. He, he is talks. pretty cool, right? I mean, yeah. he ends up at one point, they're just like, we have this job. We're going to go. We have to bring them back alive, but it'll be fun. Let's get ready. Everybody's fired up. They're half drunk. They're having the tank. And then she goes, let's go. Like, I'm like, he's a pretty cool robot, Jay. And I hardly knew you. Hopefully <laughs> somebody here is a splicer and end up can hack him back together because he's not long for this world right now. But again, the big players in this, Ochi, Darth Vader, and Valance, who, you know, we like him in the Bounty Hunter book, but now he's sexy Valance. He pops up and legitimately, it took me a second to realize it was him. Well, how come he's got all black hair again? Well, where's his gray hair? I mean, the, the look is weird, but even just him. Yeah. And again, we talked about the idea that this general starts talking for no reason. Why is Valance telling everybody, listen, before and, and won't stop? Hey, everybody. And he, he seems like the big play local heroes, these guys and gals. He, they're, they have good spirits, right? They're there for good. They're tangled up in this mess, Vader. So he just keeps going. Hey, by the way, uh, Vader's bad. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of know. And be careful. Vader's you, bad. You shouldn't be involved with Vader. And they, they say, well, Vader is trying to kill Crimson Dawn. We're in. This is our easy way to do what we want to do. Just destroy Crimson Dawn. If Vader's letting us do this, he's great. He's signing the checks, but boom. No, no, no. I'm telling you. Vader's bad. Ochi hears this and is like, well, what, are you, what are you doing here? <laughs> why, why do you keep saying this? This sounds like treason. Again, this sounds like a mutiny. What are you doing? Because he says, you know why I'm here because I, if I disobey Vader, because they say, well, what the hell are you doing? Why are you? He's yeah. like, well, they have a child. He, he's, you know, ransom deal. I, I have to do this or else this child, the only thing I care for will die. But you guys, you, you got to watch it. He, he'll turn on you. He's going to end up to I know she's just like, I, I'm right here. You know that I'm like, you know, I could go to Vader right now. And yeah. it's just weird, the play it of just weird. over the top because he feels bad at these guys and gals. The idea that they, like I said, they seem to tr- one do good. but They're kind really, of innocent. In they're a way. innocent. They still just really are trying to murder people. Whether <laughs> you don't like the Crimson Dawn or whatever, they are really murderers. And so stop <laughs> it. They've already gone too far. They've even, and in fact, they're going after people that aren't even Crimson Dawn because of this bogus list, things like that. So why? And they even like, look, Valance, I'm sorry, but we don't really know you. And you end up where, you know, they say, we've learned to trust action and under Vader, we've we've killed more Dawners than we've ever dreamed. I mean, they have straight up murdered people by now. It's over. They're filthy murderers. It's over. And again, when they find out, that'll be the deal. The betrayal, I think, won't be Vader slicing their heads off i think the betrayal will be when they realize that they're straight up murderers because nobody on the list that they ended up going through were actually crimson dawn and so they're already you know fooled and whatnot but again the transition though we don't get really good transitions in these but like boom we're on the planet where they went to we don't know much about this but it is the deal of going and trying to figure out what was happening you ended up Vader say i want this person alive, this person ends up that they were there at the massacre of the Amidalans, so he wants info. In the meantime, he follows them there and just gets it himself again. He could have just went there. Who knows what he's, he's up to because as things are going, they go in and you see people being experimented on and tortured by the, the Empire, these Imperial deals, and you, you end up getting G, the robot, just goes nuts and it's like, I'm killing everybody. I'm going to blast everybody. It's just bad. G ends up throwing grenades and stuff. Yeah, they're popping out of his head. I love it. They're yeah, just yeah. flying out. I mean, he is like a big, I don't want to shame him, but he's like a big <laughs> fat IG-88. I mean, yes. he's, he's going to town. You can shame him. It's okay. Yeah, while the others are going, you have Chilla. And at this point, I actually thought, because we definitely have too many characters in this book, I thought that this was definitely going to be everybody's dying. Let's get rid of half of them, have this whole deal. You get the local heroes, they'll realize what the deal is, whatnot. But now all you get is G, because G ends up going and they end up seeing these people, aliens, they are being experimented on. I don't know. If you walked in here, you do have that, you know, torture droid type (laughs) deal there. there. 
but it doesn't look good. You might find out later that no, this is just the local clinic, the local blood bank. They're getting dental work. <laughs> I, I know. I couldn't say like it could be a real bad set I don't know. of they're, circumstances they're strapped in there, Jim. This they're strapped, pretty. but again, if you want to end up, you, they, they don't have. Maybe they have a reason. Because they don't have anesthesia, these people will flip out, but they're going to start pulling molars. I don't know, <laughs> but they're doing bad things. We know no Novocaine in space. And they're like, hey, listen, uh, all the, you know, we only have our mission. We're keep to it. We talked about this already. And the best thing is, is that the one person who doesn't listen ends up being the robot who should always be the one of like, that's my orders. But no, gee, doesn't think that way. And they all agree, okay, we're just going to get the deal with. She's like, nope, it's another plan. And she starts blasting Where do everyone. those guns come from? I, I, he can just make anything. The guns at one point look like they're just floating. but They're just regular guns attached to his ball frame. Yeah. And so he ends up, and he does have a lot of vents and things in there. They must <laughs> just open. Guns come out. So he ends up destroying everyone. And he's like, I like where they're like, okay, listen, we can't kill these. We're assassins, not heroes. And then she says, oh, well, then pretend this isn't happening. He's just shooting everyone. And again, the transition then is Vader's there. It looks like at one point you can possibly see Vader looking through the shadows, but it doesn't look like him. But you see these red eyes. It might be OG. I think that's one of those robots. But you end up where Vader just out of nowhere. I, I don't know where he was. He just ends up showing up and he slices G in half. And the way that it is, I thought that at first, seriously, I thought he was cutting a door open to get in there. And then, oh, man, that was Jesus. Nope, that's dead. his insides. Get somebody else. Gee! I'm like, all right, he's done. And G goes, ah! Yeah, maybe they can put him back together. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's like, it looks like a nice clean cut. You just yeah. solder him back together. <laughs> so weird in this, because at the one point you have Tonka, who when they first went in, he got blasted in the chest. I thought he was dead. By those battle droids. He falls down. They're trying to help him. So then G goes nuts. He shoots people. G gets killed. And then Darth kind of walks in. Everybody's doing the, I told him. I told him too. Oh, man, he was great. And then you go where Darth then gets to this Lieutenant Grappa. That's who he's there. That's who they were supposed to get. He wants information. Really, three sentences is what he's going to get. And it seems like it's all the person doesn't know anything. I mean, this is the idea of, oh, what did you do that that attack on the Amidalans? What was going on? I don't know. That was months ago. I didn't get names of the you mm-hmm. know the Imperial soldiers, whatnot. Describe them, and and he wants to know about the Amidalans, and it's weird because why would they know that? And he's like, I don't know. I didn't make a list. Uh, describe them. I don't know. A bunch of soldiers, Naboo gear, Gungans, all these. Were there women? Yeah, a few. Who killed them? Did you kill them? And then all of a sudden, this, yeah, I did. They were rebels. We killed them all. Boom, boom. You end up Tonka out of nowhere, shoots. It's almost like the play of like at the end of Die Hard, where all of a sudden, oh my God, the person gets up and is going to shoot. Like, why did Tonka do this? There's no real explanation to shoot her right through the head as if she's going to give up more information. But that's not the case. She's already said, yeah, I killed them. Yeah, that's what we do. They were rebel scum. That is the ticket. And then gets killed, and then Vader's like, and everybody's like, oh, my God, Tonka. And even then, sorry, friends. Now, is this the idea that his last dying breath here, he wanted to finish what G ended up doing and was pissed at Vader for killing G before G could do So just killing, but it really doesn't make much sense. And everybody's like, yeah, you're dead. (laughs) Well, that that line where the the quote-unquote hero goes, worth it, was the strangest line. Yeah, yeah, worth it. And then you have Chilla says, yeah. We'll see how worth it is when Vader walks right past you because Vader doesn't do anything. He just walks right by them and goes out where you have that droid army. And again, I guess the idea is it didn't matter. He got the information. He was there. This person may have, you know, maybe you could torture, but it didn't seem like she knew anything more. Just that I killed him, whatever. So you end up where Darth Vader goes out and starts looking again. There's balance. And the weird play with balance is when they go down and they're trying. Valance legitimately, in my mind, could have just walked up to the front door. Now, he's dressed as an Imperial. He probably there, but he probably could have just went in and just grabbed the person and let. But he's there and like, oh, my God, bro, they're this army, this this stupid robot army, the, the droids. Oh, they're Ramadi's 
command. Like, where did you get that? Like, yeah, how's he, just, know that? he could be lying. Who knows? It's like, look at this deal. But it, it sets up what you had before. But then I like where Ochi is there. And again, there are there's a weird transition. Ochi has never said anything but you should kill that Ramadi. You should kill that Ramadi. Yeah, I don't trust him. And Vader made him go and talk to him. And then he goes, Hey, Ochi, you talk to him. And then he attacked us. I All Ochi has to say is, I told you this. I told you it was going to be a problem. Now Ochi starts running, yelling, million hands my ass, and runs. I'm like, what? what? Like, what? it didn't seem now. Again, Vader knows everything anyway. But this idea of Ramayana, that guy's in trouble. But all this does is then Ochi runs away from a shooting Valance at that point. Yeah, so we're assuming Valance gave up the chase and just Ochi got away. Ochi got away. Heads right to Naboo, right to Sabbath. Like, this is not a smart play by him. But again, how, what, what is the play? Sabbath seems, she seems to want Vader to come. So at the end, Vader just shows up. You know, his TIE fighter shows up. It's always cool when you see blows his up with the ship. deal. And yeah, blows up the ship and then comes down. That's the one thing, like, that you always know it's Vader's with, with the curved deal. So I always do like that. So mm-hmm. he then. Suddenly, he's just standing on top. There's a lot of weird panel transitions. And then he's like, hey, Ochi, you know, what's the deal? And Ochi's like, oh, my God, Lord Vader, it isn't what you think. Oh my, He's like, I know you're Crimson Dawn. You think that you could do that without me knowing? Oh, crap. And then Ochi starts, you know, his mind's going now of his next story. He really is just trying. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, you have done well, Ochi. And he's like, uh, yeah. And he ends up, like, you led me to their lair. Yep, that was the plan. Uh, Ochi's Ochi's funny, but really Ochi, you know that Vader's messing with you this whole time. He's, he's playing with you, but then you go and there's Sabe who comes out. Lord Vader, hey, I knew you were there, Sabe. What's going on? And yeah, you wanted to kill me, but then you thought you could use me. Listen carefully, I'll use you now, and uses the force to pull off that badge of the Crimson Dawn, and then just yells while he's clenching it because I am the Dawn. And now I'm like, what the hell? Like, it is a crazy ending. Like, what is that? Like, Sabe's looking at him like, are you nuts? Like, yeah, actually, yeah, Sabe looks really is like, <laughs> you're crazy. And so with that, does this mean that we get the idea that he's always been behind this? He said, I, mean, I am the Dawn. He didn't say, I am the Crimson Dawn. Yeah, so. and well, remember, though, that the whole little whispers and stuff, you know, here comes the Dawn. Oh, but yeah, okay, so they do say that. You're to right. me, this is Darth Vader saying, it's over now. I'm taking it over, and you guys, you know, I'm going to use you for what I want. The Crimson Dawn will be some, or you can go with the fact that, like, Kira just shows up out of nowhere now. It's like, yep, he's the guy. We always have a Sith involved, and there you go. It's Dark yeah. Maul, now Dark Vader. But yeah, in my mind, I think that he's like saying, now I'm taking this over. You guys, if you want to live, you're going to do it with me, and we're going to take this down. It has to be taken down eventually. You know, it has to go and at least be knocked down a couple pegs as we get into Return of the Jedi and things like that. So that makes sense. But again, is it weird that we ended up, you said that we had the Ascendant tech in the Crimson Dawn, the Crimson Rain book, and that felt odd because it was kind of grabbing something. But then this feels like something that should have been in the Crimson Rain. Like, this is big. Yes. They're all connected. Mm-hmm. But. I I don't know. You don't get a lot of Vader here. You get Vader just continuously. He just conveniently shows he's up. He's talking places. order, or he knows everything of everything, and yeah. that's fine. But it gets too much. We're playing with that Vader knows everything and not having to really explain anything. Yeah, now, little, and that's the problem. Now it's, it's getting to that point of sloppy. Just, like you expect anything that goes on, somebody ends up spilling uh, juice on I don't know Dagobah. Somehow Darth was knows about that. Yeah. He ended up, he was the one. He set up the slippery floor. I, you know, everything does end up where, and we like the idea at one point where, did Vader know that? Or is he just saying, that, like, is he trying to play this because he's so badass and everybody's afraid? Now it just seems like, nope, he knows. Now, also, just to point out one last thing, if Vader knows, then you damn well know the Emperor knows Emperor twice knows. as uh-huh. much. And that's the problem. That's the thing that, you know, and we're going to probably get to that eventually, obviously. But whatever Vader knows, you can times two and a half that, that the Emperor is well aware of and will then do the same. And yep. That's what I love. Then the Emperor, he does the same game. 
Nobody can admit like, oh, that was a surprise. It's ever, oh, that was my plan all along. Everybody's running to that. And yeah, so we'll see how that all works. It's okay. It's a transition issue. Uh, it just ends up from the beginning to the end. Not enough Vader. And also just this idea of these underhanded, I'm playing 3D chess. No, I'm playing 5D chess. Hey, I'm playing Ganipkinop. You end up <laughs> with, at the end, like, what's going on? Like, who's telling the truth? Who knows what? What's the? Because you could just have Sabe next issue say quietly to Ochi, hey, Ochi, this was my plan all along to get mm-hmm. Vader. And then Vader goes, no, no, no. You saying that to Ochi was my plan. Ochi just goes, I don't know what the hell is going on. Why am I in the middle of you two? But we'll see. We'll see. But at the end, what would you give it? Because you have Kira's plans too, which we don't yeah. know. Everybody, um, you have Leia's plans, the Rebels. Everybody has their plan. Uh, seven again. Yeah, I, seven think, on yeah. This one. I think I'm going to go seven as well in this. I think I like this a little more than Afra. But these both, and I saw not many people reviewing these anymore, which is a shame. But I think there's like two reviews for Vader and one for uh, the Afra that I saw as we were recording. And, mm-hmm. and they're not really getting great scores this week. But it's just the idea. We're, we're into these things. One issue, even an arc, doesn't throw us off. It's just we're here. Yeah, I even ended up uh, talking to one of my friends about these things online and pretty much huge Star Wars fan who just then says that War of the Bounty Hunters was complete nonsense. I mean, that is a huge chunk of our year of that. We were able to get through that and still be positive about the books because we love Star Wars. So just want to mm-hmm. remind people we love Star Wars is what I'm doing. But everybody, with all of that, let me I'll remind you to go over to our Twitter at WS Marvel Comics. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Also, go to the website, weirdsciencemarvelcomics.com. Then uh, go to the Instagram, Weird Science Comic, and our Patreon, patreon.com slash weirdscience. All these will be in the show notes. You can click on them. One of the big things, though, is to remind everybody again that next week the shows are Patreon only. It is an annuals week, a fifth week of the month. So all of our Marvel stuff, DC stuff, all of those will be just for the people on the Patreon if you want to get involved with that. You just have to join the Patreon for as little as a buck for the month. And even then, you don't get charged right away. You can go through the whole month of April. And if you quit before the end of April, you'll never be charged. If you think it's worth it, you go on into May, and then you get charged for whatever level that you went on. But you could really use April as a free trial to check things out, including those exclusive shows next week. So me and uh, and Matt will be able to curse it up because you can curse on the Patreon. So if, if anybody wants to hear, out, really curse. Yeah, and we, we never know how the deal is. But even so, even if we don't have something, we'll figure out something to do uh, for the Patreons as well. But there'll probably be something. We've had a couple of delays, so hopefully something does hit. Yeah. Marvel doesn't go with a annuals-type deal. They usually have a bunch. DC's usually, you know, six issues or something. They always pull back. But with all that, hope you enjoyed this show. Hope you enjoyed. Uh, talking about all these books going forward and whatnot and loving the Star Wars stuff. But thank you, Matt, for joining me. No problem. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.